This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Check out the Southtown Hyundai Advantage at SouthtownHyundai.ca. It's time for Overrated, Underrated with Ryder and Lisa. Today I'm going with something that I think is extremely underrated. I finally get it. I finally understand why grandmothers go to the salon and get their hair done once a week. To just have it done and good. They don't have to try and fix it. It looks perfect and so much less work for them. I went last night not to get my hair dyed or cut, just simply to get it toned, washed, and then you styled. You drove to St. Albert to get it styled? Yeah. Because I have an event tonight that I have to host and it's going to be filmed. And I was like, well, like I could try and do my own hair, but it's so long and thick. That's not a humble brag. It was, but. And uh, and whenever my hairstylist does it, it looks so good. So I just went, got it done, was there for an hour, and now I'm great. Took you an hour to get there, hour to get home. Yeah, whatever, man. Well, it was worth the, those three hours. I'd way rather be doing that than today sweating in the bathroom trying to blow dry my own hair. It's like curly in the back, puffy in the front. I could have done it for you. No. Uh, all right, I'm going with underrated. Actually, watching the theme song, like, and the opening credits of a good TV show to get you pumped up. It gets you hyped, like Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. Come on, and everybody's a skipper now. <laughs> well, the option is so easy, Ryder. It's right there. It pops up for you. you just got to hit one button. You don't even have to keep scrolling. It's just a button now. Like I've seen this before. I don't need to. Eh. Well, I'd like to watch it because it gets me in the mood. That's when I'm like, you know, finishing up, making the popcorn, cracking and pouring a soda. So, okay, Game of Thrones, what else is a contender? Well, like, I don't want to start ranking, but like... to watch six Heartland. episodes of Yellowstone. Oh, that's Not what it was. Heartland. Oh, same thing. Horses. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is good. Right? Yeah, uh, bring back the violin. Succession has a great opening. Ooh, yes. My favorite show. And they figure out ways to, like, uh... Put that song into the show in like heavy moments in different ways. Like it'll be a different instrument. Oh, I love that it. This comes in. It's the best show ever made. Like I want to watch the theme, so I'm going underrated. Interesting. We're in a day and age where everybody's a skipper. <laughs> I'm I, definitely a skipper. And I like to be a watcher. <laughs> Sounds a little bit perverted. So I had a bit of a screw up there a few minutes ago where I left the automatic button on. And it ended up playing like into the commercials when we were supposed to talk. Just a real mess. <laughs> and thankfully, uh, we are radio hosts and not surgeons. Because when you make a mistake like with a human body on the table, it's a lot worse than, whoops, we played that by accident. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. It's just radio. So we wanted to know, with your job, what's the biggest screw-up you've ever had? Maybe a job from the past as well. It's 780-784-7107. You know what? Throw a coworker under the bus, too, sure. while we're at it. It yeah, okay. doesn't have to be about you. Uh, and massive props to the 6 a.m. Listener Club, who always step up when we ask them questions and contribute. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really vibing from 6 to 7 a.m. around here these days. What do you got for us? 
got a job at Wolco when I was 16 as a cashier because who wouldn't want to be a cashier hearing those deep beeps, right? Right. Yeah. Um, it was like a dream job. <laughs> and um, got nervous when the lines would get really busy. So I would just take the customer's word for whatever the price was. And the SKUs are quite important, apparently. When my bosses came to me with uh, the screwed up inventory, you know, back then, that 16, 26, 36, 36, oh my gosh, that's almost 30 years ago, uh, I screwed up the inventory quite badly and uh, I was fired. You were fired, <laughs> yeah. That's it such a headache can. for them. I think it's so funny that oh. you were just like, whatever, no big deal. I didn't think about, I'm like, oh, well, exactly. But then, oh my gosh, I must have really screwed things up for like the managers and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Uh, but it was cool at last. I think it was there like two, not even two months, maybe. I don't know if you remember Woko from Lennonderry. That's where I worked. Okay. I was in there. Lisa won't remember. You might, but. Yeah, no, um, I was in Saskatchewan. All we had was a sand oh. store. Oh, right. It's equal to a sand yeah. store. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> and escalators would come up and down the. Uh, oh, the top floor to no. the bottom, and the cashiers were on the bottom, and it was just such a cool little job. But. There were no escalators in my town. Oh, right, right. Little Saskatchewan. There were, Just one floor. There were elevators, but like the grain ones. <laughs> <laughs> right? Awesome. Jen's text says, oh my God, okay. So back in the day when Ezzy's had Toonie Tuesdays, okay, never forget. I was there every Tuesday. Um, it was 2008. A big group of people from <laughs> Leon's Warehouse went out. I worked there at the time. The next day, everyone was so hungover. The forklift drivers were pulling over and hopping off of their forklifts to throw up in the garbage cans in Leon's. <laughs> LOL, good time. Imagine just being like an uh, older dude is rolling in to pick something up and everyone's hungover as hell. I remember going to Leon's all the time as a kid. I don't know why. Did my parents just buy furniture every weekend? Was that their way of tiring us out because it was such a big store and we got balloons? Like, I feel like that's what my mom did to make us like yeah yeah go away for a couple hours we just run around the store i would have a very rough time if i was extremely hungover and surrounded by couches and beds i know like i would want to be laying down all day how did you screw up at work i think jay might take the cake on our text line jay from on away i love that that rhymes too um he wrote in saying i worked in a store but i will not say which one there was this deal it was BOGO, buy one, get one free, which, by the way, a lot of people still don't know that that's what BOGO means. It stands for buy one, get one. This may be coming from like no. a personal stance. I honestly didn't know that for a long time. I think everybody knows that. I don't think they do. So there was buy one, get one free, limit one per customer. Well, a customer walked up to the till that I was working with two cases of this product. There were 50 boxes per case. So definitely not just one item. Me being 19 and new to retail, I thought, well, it's a limit of one and he's got two cases, so he's good to go. Buy one case, get one case. Yeah, that dude got away with about $600 of free stuff and I almost got fired. How did you not get fired for that? We asked what the product was and we uh, have not heard back yet. We did hear back, but oh. I don't know if he wants us to say it because he did start the text with shh and then the word. Oh, can you give us a hint? Um... Yeah. Electronic? I don't know if I should. No, I can't say. He just wrote again saying don't say. <laughs> Something he's, you shouldn't get in bulk is basically what the. He's listening right now. Just stressed yeah. that we're going to say this. Please don't this? say it. Don't okay. say it. Okay. 780-784-7107. What do you got for us? Good morning. How are you guys? Good. You screw up at work pretty bad or what? 
Uh, yeah, kind of. So I'll try not to mess the story up. I was working on this big uh, building project, and we were kind of, I guess we were kind of bad for looking at the drawings thoroughly. So we missed this uh, component that was supposed to go kind of at the very bottom of this tower and, um, you know, caught it towards the end. So we, we kind of had to do like a, a weird lift and kind of squeeze this component in and and get it all back together. And, you know, to this day, it still doesn't look quite right. So you're but, telling uh, me you built a tower and then you had to lift said tower off the ground to put something underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, would, my yeah. God. Would you say said tower is stable? Well, I mean, the Paw Patrollers go down it just fine. <laughs> 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 I do not understand. I don't watch Paw Patrol. Is this maybe, a joke? Maybe, maybe I was exaggerating the tower project. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you were just playing with kids' toys. Yeah. <laughs> Some, something good. Woo! Brought to you by A and D Tutoring. Wonder, learn, grow. For more info, visit adtutoring.com. A 70-year-old has made history, and you probably know her son. Did you watch the documentary Free Solo? It won an Oscar. It was awesome. Yeah, so it's a story about a man named Alex, who's a daredevil climber, who did the historic climb on El Capitan in Yosemite. And now his mother just became the oldest woman to conquer the exact same peak. She reached it on the morning of her 70th birthday. Incredible. Isn't that so inspiring? Her she name? obviously would have had the safety gear attached to yes. what made his climb so spectacular as he didn't. He, that's exactly right. So her name is Deirdre. She's a writer and a language teacher, and she decided to take up climbing as a means to connect more deeply with her son because he did make history back in 2018. First man to climb El Capitan without ropes or safety equipment. But she got up there on her 70th birthday. Am I going to be doing stuff like that when I'm 70? No, I don't even do stuff like that at 31. Mm -mm. Insane. I know. I went to like one of the kids climbing uh, <laughs> parks in town, Clip and Climb. Yeah. And I couldn't make it up like most of them. <laughs> like there was at least four of them that I'm like, I can't do this. That's six feet. No, they're like 24 feet. They're intense. Okay. Okay. Tell me something good. My story is about a seven-year-old boy in California who has leukemia. And was given his wish. Uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation stepped up in a big way. He definitely wanted to have a special Christmas. Uh, the news that his family got a while ago wasn't looking like that was going to be a possibility. So Make-A-Wish made sure that he did. They set up a mall so that it was actually all decked out in Christmas stuff. Wow. Uh, he got a chance to meet Santa. Santa drove him in a gold Tesla from his house to the mall. What? To surprise him at there with, with everything they had going on. He got to eat cheeseburgers, feed a live reindeer, decorate gingerbread houses, have a snowball fight with his friends, and then open some presents. Just a really special day. Uh, I can't say enough how much these charities do that the make-a-wish foundations and such it's just incredible work yeah. so big ups seven-year-old pastor said he had the best day ever and what a great reminder that christmas can be such a magical thing yeah, for kids absolutely tell me something good
Play 107, it's Ryder and Lisa. We're asking you for times you screwed up big time at work. Maybe it cost the company a lot of money. That's one of the stories we got coming in. Yeah, um, Christy wrote in saying, uh, we had her on the phone, but she's starting her shift at the hospital, so we're just going to read it to you instead. She says, I have to tell you about the time I was on the receiving end of someone's mistake. I was 16 years old. My cousin and I were shopping at West Ed and decided to grab Chinese food to take back to her apartment. We went to one of the ones in the food court by the ship and we asked for the 12 items thing. The girl must have been new because by the time she had filled up about seven full-size containers of different (laughs) things, making her way up to 12 full containers, someone came over that was working with her and yelled, what are you doing? We ended up getting way more food than we should have for ridiculously cheap. That's unreal. Wow. Usually when there's a new person working, you're like, oh, this is annoying. This is a drag. They're taking forever. No, sometimes you want the new person. They're well, ringing things in wrong. And the good thing is you could eat, and then you'd still have leftovers for when you were hungry again by the time you got five minutes down the mall, right? <laughs> it's so true. You always think you're full after one plate of Chinese food, yeah, and then you're, you're like, not. Mm, I'm hungry again. 780-784-7107. All right, tell the story from the girl who cost her company 500 bucks. I like oh, that one. yes. Okay, so years ago, she says, I used to work in an out-of-school care that was uh, located within an elementary school. We were short-staffed, and my manager was super stressed covering for our regular people, uh, sorry, regular staff member who was on mat leave, who was going to be coming in to check on things the next day. I thought I would be helpful one evening and stay past closing to give the center a much needed cleaning up before she arrived. Well, I was in the building by myself, and then I started hearing a man wandering the hallways hollering, hello. Turns out he was from the alarm company. He had to come out to the site because the building alarm hadn't been armed by the required time. No one told me about this requirement, and the alarm company charged the school, who then charged us $500. She says, thankfully, I stood my ground, and my manager got the company to cover the cost. I also got to keep my job, but that's stressful (laughs) when you're just trying to do a good thing. Yeah, that's why I'd never do that kind of stuff. Never clean the office. Never go above and beyond, because sometimes (laughs) he can just bite you in the butt. It's not worth it. (laughs) Uh, I just came across something here. We're talking about like times you've screwed up at work. Uh, I have a few saved of your screw-ups at work. I don't screw up. Uh, Okay, check it. Eric Carlson is getting traded to the Sharks. Nailed it. I know, I know. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, who did? Who was he playing for before? Uh, uh, the the Ottawa Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, Ottawa gets a lot of hurricanes. Ottawa. <laughs> Westbound White Mud Drive at 159th Street. There's a stalled duck. Uh, I meant to say truck. <laughs> I was just trying to like, is there a duck skateboarding out there that's just holding his trick? It's because I was reading White Mud Drive, like D-R, and stall. then I saw tr- truck. <laughs> Six stall duck. Uh, that's it. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Is there a stalled loon out there? too? <laughs> Toys R Us Canada, opening an adult zone full of just your favorite childhood products. <gasps> if there's no pogo ball that cuts your feet open when you jump on it with bare feet, I'm going to be pissed. I want to play with a Playboy. Game Boy, do you mean? Oh, I meant oh to say Game God. Boy. Okay, so Camel Milk, you're a no. Would you try it if it was free and like chilled? 
Maybe. I can't decide. Great answer. Really compelling stuff. <laughs> I'm so stuff. riveting. This is why I have a full-time job here. Uh, takes a nap, wakes up, maybe. <laughs> We're asking you an odd skill set you have that, like, maybe it's not helpful at all in your life, but you just know you're good at it. Uh, the one-handed clap is a text we got. What does that mean? Like, you snap it like that. Ow! Oh, my oh, God. my wrist! <laughs> There's just a few of my favorite moments where okay. you've screwed up over the past. It's funny that you say that because remember the worst radio screw up of all time made by you? No. Yeah. No, and I, I could try to track it down. I couldn't find it. That's funny because I have it saved on my computer. Here it is. Make Lisa feel a little bit better, uh, better about the story I'm about to tell about her. <laughs> what about, was that sentence? I was beatboxing while I was talking. <laughs> Play it again. Play it one more time. It's so good. Make Lisa feel a little bit better, uh, better about the story I'm about to tell about her. <laughs> what about, was that sentence? I was beatboxing while I was talking. <laughs> Something mixed up before, whether it's like the wrong order comes to your table. I know I discovered my favorite takeout place because I got the wrong skip the dishes order. Dropped off of my house. That's, yeah. how, that's how I found my favorite place. Do you remember what you originally ordered that night for dinner? No idea. No, no. idea. But and I then, remember what I got. And it was a papaya salad. Yeah, with like shrimp and fish sauce, a spicy Vietnamese dish from Brooklyn Tomato. And now it's like one of my favorite dishes in the city. That is so funny. Yeah. It, but there's a story out of uh, California, if I'm not mistaken, where there was a bit of a mix up. Yeah, it was uh, L.A. So two L.A. couples discovered that they were raising each other's babies after an IVF mix-up. So they were in the delivery room. It was actually them giving birth with their husband in their separate rooms. But even the one dad said that there's one couple that doesn't want to be identified. But the other ones that spoke out, the dad says, instinctly, I just knew something was wrong. As soon as I saw the baby come out of my wife, he's like, that, I just, that's not my genetics. And he said, he kind of shook it off, cut the umbilical cord, and they raised this baby for two months before they got an actual uh, DNA test. And it turns out, yeah, they had the wrong baby. Crazy. So this is an in vitro fertilization. That's what mm-hmm. IVF stands for. So at least he would know. Like, if he had such a strong sense of that and they had, you know, naturally conceived, Mm -hmm. you would assume that maybe it was somebody else's baby. Like, she had been cheating. Whereas this, you would know that, like, I think that doctors would have to screw up in order for this to be the case. Yeah, somebody in the lab screwed up. That's a crazy story, though. So they switched? Yeah, and it turns out they actually live 10 minutes away from each other. And this happened, uh, I think, a couple of years ago, but they're, it's just coming to light now. They're they're opening up about it because it was so traumatic for them. I mean, they were, you know, breastfeeding yeah. this baby yeah. and raising it for two months, falling in would, love with it. That, uh, yeah, you'd have a very special bond with it. I hope mm-hmm. that they get along. Like, it would be cool if the parents got along because the kids will be the same age. Yes, no, they do. And they actually get together for all the holidays. They kind of feel like they're the godparents yeah, I guess. of the kid. I mean, things like this, it's it would be easy to, like, be really upset about it and feel rattled that you missed those months. But you could also just roll with it. Like, life goes on. I don't know. <laughs> At make least the you, best fi- of it. you did figure it out. Your spidey senses were tingling, and that's why you got the DNA test at just two months old. Crazy. 
780-784-7107. We want to ask you if uh, you've ever had something screwed up. <laughs> like, I'm guessing it won't be an in vitro fertilization and that you're raising a baby that's not yours, like this story that we just heard. But on Play 107. Have you ever had something, like, screwed up when they brought it to you or it got delivered that you're like, whoa, this isn't mine? Okay, when I was in the drive-thru the other day at Starbucks, I could hear the employees inside. Like, I was at the window at the time, and I could hear them arguing. And they were really stressed. It was right after their launch of all of their new Christmas drinks, which apparently are just flying off the shelves. They don't even have oat milk at half the location because everybody's getting the sugar cookie mm, latte. It's good. I've had it, yeah. I know, but I've like tried to get other drinks with oat milk and they're like, sorry, the sugar cookie is hogging all of the oat milk. Anyway, I could hear all of them arguing inside and they had screwed up an order. They gave the car in front of me the completely wrong order. But the worst part is I watched them hand the drinks over and there were like seven drinks. Which, first of all, go inside if you're ordering that many drinks. Mm-hmm. This could, like, I'm blaming you. I'm not even going to say that it's the employees that are the problem here. But imagine that stress of being like, we just gave seven drinks to someone and they're wrong. So what do they do? I don't know. I think, like, I even saw the car stop in the parking lot to, like, check the drinks. Wouldn't the people that got the seven be like, huh, that's funny. We only ordered two drinks. This is, <laughs> something seems a little off. <laughs> 780-784-7107. Hit us with your story. So I was on my way to go pick up my dog from daycare, and they have this whole system right now with COVID and stuff like that you have to come there at exactly the time of pickup for your dog, and they bring you your dog to you um, to these closed doors. And so I get there, and they're like, oh, hi, here's, here's Ollie. And <laughs> I look, and it's not my dog <laughs> and they already like loaded it in your vehicle <laughs> well they bring it out to you between these like double doors and stuff and so i was like oh well that's not the right dog did the dog they tried to give you look more expensive than yours <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no <laughs> she's not gonna choose a more expensive dog well, over her dog okay what if you I, had like a mutt that like barked all the time and they bring you like a beautiful sweet calm, little quiet angel s- oh, bernie's mountain dog. dog what are you gonna pretend I love, no i love my doggy so much <laughs> so did they believe you when you were like this isn't my dog yeah they they immediately were like oh my gosh sorry they like mix up the times or i don't know even though it's been 27 years, Princess Diana's little black dress is still relevant. Why? If you are a big fan of the Netflix show The Crown, they just aired a scene that takes us back to the evening of June 29th, 1994, when Prince Charles publicly confessed his affair with Camilla for the first time in a television interview. Now, Remember the revenge little black dress that Diana wore to an event immediately after that viral interview? Okay. I, I don't. I wasn't. What? Well, I didn't follow the royal family a lot. I had friends growing up. Ryder, so. everybody knows about Princess Diana's revenge black dress. No, I would say most 39-year-old men would have been more worried about like figuring out how to find a boot to buy beer. Okay. At that time. I mean, keep in mind, 94, I was four, but I know that my mom was invested. In fact, my mom actually, her wedding ring is kind of similar to Princess Di's. I mean, pff, not probably not as expensive. Right. But I unique. would have been 12 at that time, actually. So I wouldn't have been looking for a boot for beer. I would have <laughs> no. been 
I don't know, trying not to get nosebleeds while playing video games. You were probably just like sucking back Slurpees and five cent candies. (laughs) Remember when they were actually five cents back then? Wow, what a throwback. So Princess Diana had originally planned to wear a new designer gown to the event, but changed her mind after the confession from Prince Charles that was just flooding all of the tabloids. Instead, she rifled through her wardrobe and pulled out a little black dress by Greek designer Christina Stambolian, which she had owned since 1991, but decided the dress was a bit too risque. Mm. And uh, she bought it on a shopping trip with her brother. And she's like, well, this is just going to stay in my closet forever. Like, now that I'm royalty, I can't be wearing this out and about. Nope. Wore it. She wore it. It's the revenge dress. She said, quote unquote, but the it was the perfect night to have a statement of freedom, confidence and sexiness that she wanted to project. Kind of reminds me of right after Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman split. I remember hearing that she started wearing heels again. Oh. <gasps> Like, he wouldn't let her wear heels because of his height. Like, he's short. And so she just didn't wear heels the entire time when they were together. And then I remember just, like, her rocking heels. Stilettos. Yeah, after their breakup. Now, keep in mind, she is still taller than Keith Urban, but he doesn't care. She wears heels with him on red carpets all the time, whereas I bet with Tom Cruise he was like, no. (laughs) For sure. You cannot. He he seems like he like invented little man syndrome. Um, So I actually personally have not gotten into The Crown. I've tried to start it like six times, so I've rewatched the first episode several times, but now that Princess Diana is in it and there's a lot going on with things that are starting to be uh, a memory to me, I think I want to really get into it. So hit us up on the text line. Let us know if you've been enjoying these past couple episodes. Another revenge story that I'm just recalling now. Do you remember when Bella Hadid and The Weeknd were dating? Yes. They broke up and he instantly like started dating Selena Gomez. And Bella wore this backless mesh Alexander Wang cat suit. And she was like strutting the red carpet just a couple feet away from Selena and The Weeknd at the Met Gala in 2017. It was such a power. And it was like an iconic outfit. It was so sexy. Yeah. The revenge outfits. <laughs> I like it. I live to see this kind of stuff. Let me be your hero. Shout out to the fact that there still isn't snow on the ground and we're halfway through November. Don't worry. Now that I've drawn attention to it, there will probably be a massive snow dump tomorrow. Sorry. Thanks a lot, Lisa. Anytime. Shout out to Paul Rudd, who has been named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, which is pretty impressive for the 164,388th Sexiest Man Alive. Shout out to Paul Rudd winning Sexiest Man Alive after there was a rumor going around that Chris Evans actually won it. Ant-Man over Captain America? Okay. I mean, we'll take it, I guess. I don't think Paul Rudd was Captain America. No, Chris Evans was. was. (laughs) Don't worry. I got confused there. Ryder doesn't know any superhero movies. Sorry to everyone that's offended now. He was Ant-Man, though, hey? Yes. Okay. Oh, my Sorry, gosh. Eh? What's wrong with you? Shout out to Movember and the person I offered a sincere compliment to on their mustache. <laughs> she didn't seem to appreciate it. Ryder, that's not funny. It was me. Shout out to everyone claiming Gaga is going to win the Oscar for her performance in House of Gucci, even though they haven't seen the film yet. You aren't wrong. It's okay, my fellow little monsters. We're winning it this year. Shout out to the Red Wings for their big win over the Oilers last night. You know what's cooler than winning a hockey game, though? What? Not living in Detroit. Ooh. <laughs> Shout out to buying a Lotto Max ticket and thinking you're going to be $41 million richer today. Just check my ticket. Nope. Back to realizing I actually have to work per, 
to pay for things still. You not only didn't win, you did really bad on that ticket. I got two numbers. I got the bonus number and 16. Real bad. Yeah. And finally, shout out to Justin Bieber, who has teamed up with Tim Hortons for his own line of Timbits called Tim Biebs, which will be available at the end of the month. Too bad they didn't team up with JT instead of JB, because let's be honest, Justin Timberbits is a way <laughs> catchier name. I don't really care, but I helped make the theme song for this next segment, so I get really excited about that. But you don't care for the product, per se. I like the French fries. Okay, let's do it. Arby's update. Day, day. Arby's. Beef and cheddar, beef and cheddar, beef and cheddar, beef and cheddar. Oh, you know what? I actually even made it pop more than that. Let's Ooh. hear the updated version. Yes, please. Arby's update. Arby's. Beef and cheddar, beef and cheddar, beef and cheddar, beef and cheddar. Just a little bit tighter. Uh, That's yeah. the word we use in the industry here. Uh, uh, that's me saying beef and cheddar, by the way. I'm really proud of it. Well done. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we do have an Arby's update for you. For some reason, they find a way. This is an unpaid advertisement, I promise. Yeah, it is. Uh, they find a way to get in the news about every three weeks with a new product, and I'm starting to wonder if they actually even come out with them. No, I think they're liars. Because they had the meat carrot when everybody else was coming out with meatless burgers that look like burgers but are no meat. They're like, we're doing the opposite. We're going to make a carrot that's actually made of meat but looks like a carrot. So and I just, funny. I think it was a hilarious take on what was going on in the world at that time with everybody following suit. Uh, it does feel like they just do the opposite. Another one. They came out with the roast beef smelling like pre-scented uh, sweatsuit. And I just don't think they actually come out with these things. I think they just make a picture and pretend that they're coming out with them. Just to get in the news. Because now they have uh, French fried flavored vodka uh, and curly fried flavored vodka. It's actually crinkly fry vodka and curly okay. fry vodka. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I think that they'd be pretty good depending on what you're, you're mixing them with. Maybe you could use it for cooking. Yeah, cooking. Uh, Caesars or martinis. That's the only thing I can think of that it would be good with. Imagine? It wouldn't. It wouldn't be good with like a Coke, would it? I, I guess you eat fries and have a sip of Coke. Curly fry martini, please. Make it a double. Well, with the olives in there, I just think like you got to stay with the salty thing yeah. when it comes to drinks. I don't know. It uh, doesn't sound that great. Would try it, though, for sure, but probably won't get to because I don't think they actually come out with these things. So... If that's not real news, do we have a legit Arby's update? The, yeah, I guess. They also have this poutine sandwich right now, uh, which is it, the first that I've heard of somebody putting poutine on the sandwich. Genius. My roommate tried it yesterday, so we need to check in and, and see how it was. It's uh, it's like a roast beef sub thing, but it also had uh, like curly fries and poutine uh, curds and gravy inside, which was quite frankly, delicious, but just not sustainable. <laughs> well, and I really liked how they also sent a dipping sauce with it. Like, there's not quite enough things on this. Let's also make them dunk it in au jus. It probably took two weeks off of my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's that so, a thing. He said it was good, though. Okay. And that one's real. Like, they came out with the meat mountain as well, which was everything on their menu on a sandwich. Great idea, and they actually came out with that. But I think these products that they do, which is brilliant, 
So I think we should actually come out with our own products what here on Play we, 107. What should we put I don't know. Out there? We need a brainstorm sesh. Hey, we have the Tis the Sis Seltzer, which you could actually purchase right now from Town Square Brewing. 10% sure. of sales are going to Edmonton Food Bank, just saying. But we also need, like... Just something that will never exist that gets oh. the people talking. So mm. if you have a suggestion, what we could do for like a Play 107 theme product that never sees the light of day. A rider blow up doll. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a few of those out there. <laughs> will Smith, one of the biggest stars from the 90s, has a memoir out now. Hey, it memoir- sounds wild. Yeah. I always thought memoir meant they died and it was like... Somebody else recapping their life. I, I know, always not. feel like I'm saying it wrong when I say like Jessica Simpson's memoir. And then I'm like, wait, she does alive? that sound bad? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, in his memoir. Yeah, it does sound wild. He opens up about his relationship and uh, some of the trauma he went through as a kid. The, the fact that he actually like thought about killing his father for a stretch of his life and was like figuring out how to do it and get away with it. Just crazy. So I'm really interested in this. Anyway, apparently he also talked about. How every sitcom has the episode in which you realize, I think this is it. I think this is over. Like, we're just, it doesn't have the same pizzazz anymore. It's a stretch. It happened with, uh, what was it called? Pretty Little Liars. Okay. I was so into it. And then it got to the point where I was like, just tell me who A is. It's going to be a disappointment. So you might as well just tell me. Yeah, I felt like Sons of Anarchy had an episode, too, there where I was just like, no. Dude, Riverdale? This ain't it. Like, yeah, season sure. two of Riverdale, I was like, nope. So I actually went and tracked down a scene from the episode that Will Smith says was, like, the end of <laughs> Fresh Prince. When he stopped trying as a character, No, probably. I think he just realized, like, they were heading in a really <laughs> weird direction and, like, let's just wrap this up. So it remains a thing. That, like, people look back and remember fondly rather than a thing that, like, I wish that I never watched that anymore. That got lame. Okay. So this was it. And wow. It's bad. He was on to something. Okay. Let's listen to it. It's the episode where uh, he got shot and Carlton got a gun. (laughs) Carlton, are you out of your mind, man? You walking around carrying a gun? What do you think you're going to do with that? It's for protection. Carlton, I understand that you're scared, man. But the world can be a scary place. You just got to learn how to deal with it, all right? Yeah, well, I found my way. That's not you, man. That's them. Look, I didn't come here for your approval, all right? I saved your life, man. I saved your life. You owe me! Now, give me the gun, Carlton. Like, it just feels so far-fetched. Like, Car- I just whenever I hear Carlton, I'm, like, dancing. Yeah, like snapping your fingers. Yeah, the episode Carlton got a gun. Okay, so I definitely think I need to read the the memoir. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace. No, no, he's not. He's not dead. (laughs) Now it's time for something that you'll probably forget. It's things Lisa found on the internet. This is wild. In Paris, the soccer team PSG confirm that women's midfielder. Aminato Diallo has been taken into police custody. Why? She allegedly hired masked men to injure one of her teammates what? to stop her from competing for playing time. <laughs> In her defense, the midfielder was just looking for a striker. <laughs> Are those soccer positions? Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's clever. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, the next crazy story I found online today. 
An Austrian brothel devised a unique way to get people to get the vaccine for COVID-19 by offering a free fling if they get immunized. Fun Palace is offering the jab every Monday from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. through till the end of November. Men who get the shot on site get a three, thir- sorry, get a free 30-minute session with a lady of their choice. Poke for a poke. Right. That's got to be the line they go with, right? That's definitely what they should say. I, I should be say, on their billboard. Yeah. Last story that I found, a stolen street sweeper led Indiana Indiana police on a very slow pursuit last weekend. The driver will be hit with multiple charges, including vehicle theft, resisting law enforcement, leaving the scene of an accident, and reckless driving. Mm, how do you reckless drive with a street sweeper? I guess if you're, like, going all over the place. Yeah, you're just doing a really good job. <laughs> yeah, like, somebody he, pay this guy. Did he also get paid by the city? <laughs> I bet he was really upset he couldn't get away with a clean getaway. Ugh, I said getaway twice. I screwed that one up. I screwed up so many times during this break. I think I I had so many tongue twisters. The driver was upset he couldn't come up with a clean Clean. getaway. There you go. Now, let's pretend it didn't happen. I quit. That's it. (laughs) I am done working here. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Play 107.